0: Oh well, Lord, we just thank you for your breath in us, Lord. Lord, we just say breathe into us, Lord. Mm, life, thank you, Lord. Just thank you so much, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. So good, Lord. You're so good. You're so good, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow, man <laughs> well, I just wanted to um Byron asked me to share today, and um you know i I just wanted to really be able to get my feet right up here, so this is not my way. I just really felt like I was supposed to share with you uh really what's been going on inside of me in this present outpouring. That has been taking place at River life Fellowship. and um I really <clears throat> you know just byron's really has really honestly byron has really sh- we've hes sh- has shared a lot of things that are in me, but there's you know I just thought I would give you more of an overview of what's been going on with me because we talk and then he steals my revelations and then <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I just want to just give you a, sort of an overview and where I've come from, what I see that the Lord is really doing right now. And and um, I wanted to say this, you know, a couple years ago, we changed the name of the church to River Life Fellowship. And um, when we were getting ready to change the name of the church, I didn't, I mean, we were really trying to ask the Lord, we really wanted the Lord to speak to us, and um, and this is really the only word we really knew we wanted really in there was river. We knew something about river, and the reason is well, there was a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is I had had a dream, and in this dream, I saw a river that was I was standing over a bridge looking over this river, and it was the most powerful force I had ever laid eyes on, and it really impacted me in the dream. And, you know, Byron and I talked, we, we started looking up the rivers in the Bible, and the Lord gave us this uh, scripture, Psalms forty 6, 4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God, the holy place where the Most High dwells, and God is within her. And that scripture just sort of just stirred us, you know, and we came up with the name River Life. You know, it wasn't, we really knew that the Lord had called us To life in the river somehow. We didn't fully know what we were talking about at the time, but we somehow knew that was the name of the church. And you know, Byron and I have been in ministry now for I don't know how many years—fifteen or so years. But one of the things—if you could, any time you ever asked us what our vision was, it always sort of stumped me a little bit because you know I'd think of this long list of things and. But ultimately, the thing that just came right out of us, it was always His presence. It's always been His presence. There's just been a real love in our life for His presence. And I, I've thought back, uh, even on one of my old Bibles, way back before we were ever in the ministry, one day, Byron and I, I had looked up all these scriptures on Zion, which really represents the dwelling place to the Lord in scripture. And I just meditate on that. I just was so hungry for the presence of God, not fully really knowing, but just knew there was a deep hunger in us for His presence. So anytime anybody would ask, "Well, what's your vision?" and it, it would say His presence, you know, and and you know that was just always deep within us. And, um, and so back when the Toronto blessing outpouring uh, came, we did get involved with that. Some this church did get involved. This was way back you know 12 14 years ago and we experienced a certain level the presence of god that we had never had before and it was good we loved it we got in the river and of his presence flowing and it was really good but i didn't really understand what all that really was about and so you know we stayed in for a while and then we got out and um and, you know, we if, at River Life Church, we have we have really experienced the presence of the Lord overall. I'm really thankful for the level that we've had. But Byron and I have always known it was not enough. It was just not enough. We knew there was something more. We've always known there's something more. There's just something more. And um, so in October, for y'all that are new, in October, if anybody's in here a visitor, we began to experience a higher release of the presence of God in our midst. And so I'm just going to catch up a little bit. So this is what happened. Around October, I started, we started getting some prophetic things. One Sunday, Byron and I separately felt this wooziness or this drunkenness come on us. You know, it it just was, it was a surprise. It just came out of nowhere. We weren't even looking for it, nothing. Bam. And... um. And we, and it was separate. We went home and Byron said to me, you know, I was sitting back there today with Seth McCraw and I got up to come up to the front to preach and I felt drunk. And I said, well, that's funny because I was up front praying for somebody and I walked across to go to the bathroom and then I felt drunk. And we just thought, oh, wow, what's going on? And then I had a dream that um, that we were out looking for a... A new um, wood stove for our fireplace and it was an updated version we were looking for and so that was kind of you know that was kind of an unusual dream I knew the Lord was starting to speak about fire there was a house we used to own back in our early days when our kids were young and the house was on burning drive and I dreamed that we want we were going back and we were repurchasing that house. And in the dream, a voice said to me, You will surely qualify. We were trying to get the loan, and the Lord, this voice said, You will surely qualify. And so there's just these prophetic things that were coming. And then we went to see Heidi Baker at Morningstar, and she gave a message, you know, um, and just at one point in her message, she just stopped and put her hand on her hip and said, Are you Holy Ghost people? Are you in the river? And when she said that, I just you know, I knew that I was not in the river. I knew that I had disconnected somehow from that that what I had known and um, and so that it was really interesting that very week we had a guest speaker, Arthur Burt, who has been a spiritual father to us. he's ninety six he comes from England, has had has so uh, shaped and formed who we are in the Lord. And he came on a uh, he came like a night before or night after Heidi I can't remember, and he was sharing. In a he's had a stroke. It was rather confused. Some of what he was sharing, but when he stood up, and he says, "Well, I leave you with this." It was his last thing. The Holy Spirit flew all over me. It was like there was an impartation coming, and this man is very much moved through many moves of God many moves and, and so that thing flew on me and then the very next morning Robin McMillan, a friend of ours who's also morning star now, came in to our house for breakfast to meet with Arthur because he's also been a spiritual father of his and Arthur was telling us this was the last time we would see him he was basically you know prophesying that to us and so robin came up and the lord moved in our living room that morning the the fire of the lord began and we just we had laughter and even on arthur The Lord just came and sat on him, and it was just all day. The Lord was just on me. It was just powerful. And then I think um, a week later, Bob Jones was at the SOS on Friday. It was just a culmination of things. And then Donna Culler calls and says, I'm being blasted over here in my house by the Holy Spirit. Uh, You know, and she just is being blessed. And then the women are due for a women's retreat at this time. And so... We knew the Lord was wanting to pour out His Spirit on this women's retreat, so about forty or forty-five of us went up, and we totally—I had never—I had never experienced anything like this. But we were just blasted in the Spirit the whole weekend. We—I I mean, it was just incredible. We just had the Lord to move on us, and just in, with. Like nothing I had ever really experienced on that level. So thus began. We came back on Sunday morning. We never got out of the first service. We went straight into the second service. And the Lord's been moving since here. And we're, we're just, I'll tell you what, we can't look back. We're just like, we're done. We've been undone. We don't want to look back. We, what the Lord is doing in this place is He's released to us the river of His Spirit. You know, and He did this 2,000 years ago on the cross. When He died for us, the river of His Spirit was released on that cross. When His Spirit, that Spirit went through His side. As Byron has shared with you several times, we really believe that that's where the river of His mercy, His grace the living waters were released to this earth. It was released for us to live in, for Him to live through us with those living waters of His mercy and His grace. Mm. Oh, holy, holy, holy. And there's been, you know, and, and the thing, my notes are all messed up up here. Give me a minute. Whoa, where did they go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you lord mm. yeah wow mm. Mm. wow thank you Woo. lord just come just come lord whoa <laughs> whoa so anyway this is really what the lord has shown me about what's what's happening you know the Lord began at the cross. And this is when many people think the cross was just for us to get born again and saved. But I'm here to tell you it was so that we could be filled with the Holy Spirit. It was really for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the earth. And here's why. In the Garden of Eden, man fell from that presence. When he was in the garden, with, he had unabided... I mean un un um what's the word? I'm going to be Oh, I can tell, boy. Y'all going to have to help me. What is it? Unbroken fellowship. Unbroken fellowship with the Lord. Unbroken presence of God. And then when he fell, he fell from all of that. He lost the presence of God on that level. We lost the kingdom that we were meant to live in the kingdom that man was created for. We lost. We, we fell. So the whole plan of redemption was not just redemption to get our sins covered. It was redeemed back to what we're meant to be. Restored. 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 Oh, restored. Restored. Back. So I believe this Acts let me put this up, Acts two thirty two through thirty three. Mm. Oh Lord. Oh whoa. Okay. <laughs> I believe you know that when Jesus died on the cross and his spirit was released. It was so we would be restored back to what we're meant to be. And it began with Him, okay? When Jesus came to this earth, He came as a man. He came fully God, fully man. But He Himself had to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He Himself had the Spirit to come upon Him. He Himself was filled with the Holy Spirit. He Himself... Acts 2.32, it says, This Jesus God raised up. There it is, the resurrection. Do you see that? Resurrected. And of, of that we, all His disciples are witnesses. Being therefore lifted high by and to the right hand of God and having received from the Father, the promised blessing, which is the Holy Spirit. He has made this outpouring, which you yourselves both see and hear. Ho! Oh, oh, B, Is that it? Do we go on? Can't remember. 33. Okay. So... so Jesus himself he was filled with the spirit and he poured out the spirit he poured it out the resurrection, the cross was the doorway to that the doorway the doorway back to the kingdom to our restoration to back who we're meant to be living by the spirit Living in my broken fellowship, living in the presence of God. Ho, oh, that's what we're meant for. It's what we were born for. Ho oh. oh yes, Lord, yes. Mm. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ho, oh, thank you, Lord. And here is the whole point that I have really pondered on and I say this. If Jesus had to live his life on this earth by the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, what do we think we're doing? Living without him. What do we think we're doing? That's what we're doing. Do you realize that's what we've been doing? Do you realize that? We've been trying to live it without him. We, we love all the principles of Scripture and all that stuff and they're, they're meant to, to, to you know, do exactly what they do, give us life, but we're, not, we're meant to live and breathe by the Spirit of God. The Bible says if we live by the Spirit, we will not fulfill the deeds of the flesh. That's how we live this life. It's the whole message of grace, the grace of God that came. It's how we live it. We cannot live as a believer without the exchanged life of the waters, the living waters flowing in us and through us. It's the baptism of the Holy Spirit immersed immersed in the Spirit. Jesus prophesied the immersion of the Spirit he said, go, wait for the promise of my Father. Go, wait on it. What are we doing? He did it that way. He, was, he received the Spirit. You know, when we stand up here and really want you to come up here, it's because we know, we're tasting, and we're getting a glimpse of this. That this whole thing is based on the spirit of God is the river of God. The river of God is the spirit of God, flowing. It's that river Ezekiel saw. He saw it flowing from the temple. He saw it. He saw this temple this flowing out from the doorway of the temple, and it was he. He got overtaken in it. He was overtaken in that river the river in the book of revelations flowing from the throne of God oh we're meant to live there we're meant to live there we're meant to live there oh thank you Lord thank you Lord Mm. (laughs) and Ephesians says this it says be filled with the spirit keep on being filled with It's a continual, that verb is a continual action. Keep on being filled. Keep coming. Keep being filled. Keep soaking. Keep immersing yourself in the Spirit. Keep being baptized in the Spirit. It's how we're going to live this thing. It's how we're going to conquer. It's how we're going to be victorious. It's how we're going to take the nations of the world for Christ. It's through the river of God. It's the river of God. Who? We get in it and it gets in us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Mm, Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Well, after we came back from the women's retreat, um, the Lord gave me Psalm 68. and, um, And the reason he gave me that actually is because I really sensed that really what happened up there is we got into the river of God and this outpouring. Let me just say this. People get hung up on an outpouring. Well, the outpouring began in the book of Acts. And it's really never stopped. It's the grace of God that we get to enter into it. See, he he opens us up and opens our ears and our eyes to see. There's a scripture, um, the book of Acts, where they were able to see and hear the outpouring. There's actually a seeing and hearing of the outpouring. And so I'm just saying to you, I don't want you to get hung up. The outpouring began in the the book of Acts. It's never stopped. That river has never started flowing. Ezekiel was prophesying that river. Okay? And we're just stepping in it. That's why I don't believe it ever has to end. I don't believe it has to end. I really don't believe it has to end. We're meant to live this way. Normal. Deadness is not normal. No, it's not. It's not normal. It's not normal. Who's bewitched us? Who? You know, there's a, one of the times Jesus was rebuking the Pharisees and He said to them about the kingdom, because here's what I believe about the kingdom... The kingdom is all about the Holy Spirit. If we step back into that realm of the Holy Spirit and the spiritual realm. That's what the kingdom's all about. But here's what Jesus said to the, ph- the Pharisees, which is a religious spirit. He says, You won't go in, and neither will you let anybody you'll keep people from going into. Speaking of the kingdom. So religion is the bewitching thing. It's the bewitching thing. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you, Lord. Psalm 68 the Lord gave me when we got back from that retreat, and it was mainly because there's a scripture in there about women being released. And I really had felt something prophetically about women being released, and... After we got back, we had a time with Bob Jones, and he had just, this was amazing, within a couple of weeks after we got back, he had had a major visitation from the Lord through an angel named Uma, who said she was there to release the women. And I just thought, oh, what Lord, this is incredible. And we were just, we were just had stepped in. And so I, had, I knew the scripture was there, and in fact, religion kept the women out of that in the King James Version, by the way. I did not put women. Put that's let's just put that up sixty eight, eleven is ten or eleven. If you can go there, I don't know if you can. Well, you know what? Don't go there. Let me I've got it. You don't have to go there. Those things get in my way. But um anyway, let me find it really quick. It says this You, O God, in your goodness No, it's eleven. The Lord gives the word of power. And the women who bear and publish the news are a great host. Okay, and in the King James version, they left the women out. They didn't publish. They didn't publish that word. <laughs> That's funny. Greater the women who publish it. So, but what I want to tell you about about the, so anyway the women thing and I went to this psalm over that. So recently, the Lord just I went back to it. I just and really saw that it's really interesting, everything that I really have sensed the Lord doing, what He does in outpouring, what He did in the book of Acts, what He, he is doing, what the Spirit does. This is what the Spirit does. This is what the kingdom is, okay? Is in sixty eight Psalm 68, the whole thing is just packed. So I wanted to go over some of that with you. This psalm is interesting because this is the psalm where David is seeing he's returning the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem, and he is seeing what happens as the presence is restored. He sees these are the things, and this is what it looks like when the kingdom's restored. This is what it looks like through the presence of God when he comes. So the first thing you see is God is arising and His enemies are being scattered. Wednesday night, I literally heard here. The Wednesday night was powerful here. We stepped to a new level. God came in. The music had stopped. And it was like it didn't even, we were just... There was a roar in this room. There was a roar here. And I heard in my spirit that the enemy was on the run from the sounds that were coming out of this house. Yeah. Yeah, so when, the, when God arises, His enemies are scattered. Yeah. And these are enemies of our soul. Yeah. These are enemies of our soul. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Get on to the next one. Amen. Mm. Thank You, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. By the way, you know, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. It's a matter of what? Y'all tell me. That's in the Holy Ghost. That's what the kingdom's about. Righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. So, (laughs) in the Holy Ghost. In the Holy Ghost. In the river. In the river, mm. <laughs> Psalm sixty-eight two, as smoke is driven away, so drive them away, and as wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish. And this is what I say: the spirit of the Lord, that fire, is burning on us. The fire is melting us. It's melting all our defenses toward the Lord. It's melting us, melting us. But as we melt, guess what? We become more sensitive to His Spirit. Just so sensitive. It's melting away the stuff that doesn't need to be there. It's melting so many things away. Mm. Number three, go on to number three. And let... The un, I'm going. I'm just giving you some things. I've given you enemies scattered, fire coming and melting, melting things away from us. And this one's. But let the uncompromisingly righteous be glad. Let them be high in spirits and glory before God. Yes, let them jubilant, jubilantly rejoice. And I just, I have, am You don't you see it? Don't you sense it? this is joy this gladness that's being poured out that comes with the flow of His Spirit it's so good it's so good and you know I've looked up joy and where have we been where have we been there's probably just in my little concordance alone there was probably 150 references to joy there's did you know there's anointings of joy in the scripture anointed with joy Anointed! Did you know there's a joy unspeakable and full of glory? Did you know that? Ho! Did you know that? Ho! Religions bewitched us. Oh, damp down people that we are. That is not God. Ho! So we see joy and gladness and jubilation in the house of God. And not just in the house, but this house. These rivers come out of your belly. They flow out of your belly. They don't flow out from in, they flow in to out. Well, it's probably both ways, but, you know. Psalm sixty-eight, five. Whoa Oh, I love this one Woo, Father This is why David saw this he, he was seeing all this Y'all, David, the man who loved the presence of God Who put him in his backyard for 33 years The presence He was so hungry for the presence He pitched a tent and put the ark in his backyard Because he knew what the presence brought to him He saw this. He was a father to the fatherless. A judge and protector of the widows in His holy habitation. In John 14, I love this. Philip came to Jesus and said this. He says, Lord, we we want to see the Father. If You'll show us the Father. we We want to see Him and we'll be satisfied. And I know we've looked at that in a negative way because Jesus said, "If you've seen me, you've seen the Father," and that's true. Because Jesus only did what he saw his Father doing. But there was a hunger in Philip to to be satisfied by his heavenly Daddy. And Jesus goes on in the in John fourteen, and he talks about the Holy Spirit coming and bringing the Spirit of adoption. He was answering that cry. He was answering it. He was saying, with the release of the Spirit, you know, he said he looked at him one time, not in this verse, but in another, and said, "You know, it's necessary that I go away because he knew we had the the river coming of his presence." of his spirit and this spirit of adoption being poured out you know he goes on and says he places the solitary in families and gives the desolate a home in which to dwell just think of that he wants us to belong it's a spirit of belonging and I really believe that our world is desperate to belong To belong. They need us to, you know, I know rich people. I know rich people that don't belong. They have everything, but there's such a desperation in their spirit to belong. And only, only the spirit of adoption that comes from the river will answer that thing in us. It's the only thing that will answer us. He wants to pour it, He's been doing it. As I, as the Lord was, I was getting this in Scripture. The Lord shined some places. The Holy Spirit came and shined some places in me where I had felt abandoned. There's, um, I love this Scripture about abandonment. Is He says this that I will not leave you forsaken. My notes are really messed up, but that's okay. Here it is: orphans, which means comfortless desolate, bereaved, forlorn, or helpless. Think about that. I mean, I told them this morning, we honestly are at record levels of people on antidepressants. We really are. We've got doctors giving out antidepressants and they themselves are on antidepressants. And I am not saying, I'm not trying to get on anybody about antidepressants. Listen, there is grace. Because I understand sometimes we're in deep holes in our soul realm and, you know, we need a way out. You get desperate. But I believe the spirit of adoption will really give us this deep longing that we're looking for. And so many, so many. So the Lord has been touching me in that place. Touching me. I had a great daddy, but he had weaknesses. He he was old. He was fifty one when I was born. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's relative now. <laughs> so that's one of the major things I've really been seeing. You know. Oh, thank you, Lord. And this thing about he says the solitary and families. I just and gives them a, a home. This thing of the Father's house of belonging and unity. I believe the Lord's been really releasing unity. You know, in the book of Acts, um, I'm not, I'll just quote this verse 42. It says, They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, breaking of bread. They were just enjoying this unity and this fellowship that was really being released because the Spirit was poured out. You can't decide to have unity. Unity is a a, a manifestation of the presence of God, of the, of the river of God in our midst. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 43 just says this, there was a feeling of sense and of awe. Isn't that, isn't that just wonderful? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Lord. Mm. Psalm sixty-eight, eight. I want to talk about manifestations for a minute. I know y'all all have been seeing people shake, hoe, clap, um, oh, roar. roar. I mean, Chapters. yeah, so many things, and you know. Honestly I know it's crazy. I know it is, but you know the truth of the matter is if you don't really understand history, okay? If you don't really understand history and what's happened to us, you won't really understand what you're seeing. And not, you know, and the Lord's been showing us, but here here's what we're seeing. The Lord poured out at Pentecost and there were all sorts of manifestations. They, when they said, "Don't be drunk," we're not drunk on wine. They're not drunk as you suppose. Do you know why they said that? Because they seemed drunk to them. They looked drunk. They were acting drunk. That is real. This was an outpouring. You, you saw, you know, see, you saw uh, tongues. You saw sounds of wind this is you know this is when the spirit was poured out they were seeing and they were hearing what you see and hear this is what was prophesied in the book of Joel they were seeing things and they were hearing things it's not unusual every revival in history has had manifestations every one of them the problem is we've never lived through one of them We've never seen it, so we just sit back and it's just not in our paradigm paradigm thing. So we just, paradigm, paradigm, so it's not there. You know? But this is good. The earth trembled. This is David. The heavens poured down, rain at the presence of God. Look at that. The earth trembled, trembled. If the earth's trembling, do you think I'm going to tremble at the presence of God? Do you think that's what's going to happen? And the Bible's full of trembles at the presence of God. It's full of it. Let's go on to that next one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh Lord, this is a good one too. You sent a plentiful rain, and you you did restore and confirm your heritage when it languished and was weary. Let me just say this. Leave that. Go back one, Eric. We are His heritage. Ephesians talks about that. We are His heritage. Okay, we are His heritage, and so the Lord sends these refreshings. The Spirit of God is a refreshing thing for us. Cause we get weary. And He sends it. He's been every I, I can't tell you how many times I have gone up to people to pray for Him, and one of the first prophetic things I get is, Lord, take that weariness off, Lord. Take that weariness off. Take it off, Lord. Because you know our souls need to be restored. Our souls have to be restored. We're living in a world that is banging and hammering against us. We've got the demonic realm banging and hammering against our souls. And so He brings refreshments for that very reason to restore us, to refresh us when we're languishing. Taking off the weariness. And then 68.10 says, His flock found a dwelling place. In it, what's he talking about in it? the rain, in the rain, you know we're as spirit you were entering into the rest of God, we realized, you know now, I just know, you know what, Lord, I can't do nothing, nothing I you know I, I need joy. I just go lay down in the river, you know, I need this this burden lifted off. I go lay down in the river. Anything I need in the river? All of it, all that refreshing and satisfaction, everything we need is there. And then I love this. And Oh, God, in your goodness, you did provide for the poor and needy. I have so experienced the goodness of God being poured out here. I mean, there was one Sunday I just turned around and I just, thought, I just feel goodness all over this room. I feel God's goodness all over this room being poured out on us. One of the fruits of the Spirit is what? Goodness. Goodness. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And then I just said to you, this release of women, Psalm 68, 11. The Lord gives the word of power in the women who bear and publish. And that's why I'm before you today. I just really... We just felt a sense of timing toward women. We were trying... Byron spoke on this last week that it's just time. And um, it's just time. And I thank the Lord for it. I think the body of Christ is going to be blessed. Going to be blessed. David saw it. David saw this. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then um, Psalm 68 18, I didn't get to this one in the earlier service, but it's the release of gifts. He led a train of vanquished foes and you've received gifts of men. He's been really releasing gifts of the Spirit and it's accelerating us. It's accelerating us. I, you know, I talked about, you know, you saw that in the book of Acts that p- Peter, at the end of John, is just messed up. He's really messed up. He's, he's, he feels disappointed in himself. He's lost his way. He's denied the Lord. He's really messed up. But then you see the same Peter, when the Spirit's poured out, a different man, a different man, he's standing up. He stands up. Look at He stands up. And in this boldness that comes and preaches from the, from the beginning to the end of the Bible almost. Well, He was seeing. It's powerful. Powerful. And we're seeing that right now. We are seeing many people raised up and accelerated right now. Because he's, He releases things in us. And it, and it can be anybody. 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 Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm psalm 68 20 god is to us a god of deliverance and salvation and to god the lord belongs escape from death and i just i tell you i've been seeing people get delivered left and right up here left and i mean it's just like it's almost like instant you know and we do a lot of deliverance ministry here we get with people and go through these You know, hours of trying to get them free from things, bondages, and junk that's gotten lodged in them, where they've opened doors and let the demonic in, and all that stuff. Because we do that, you know, we let the demons get a get a hold of us in our mind by things we do and say and think and believe, and unforgiveness, bitterness, all that stuff. All that affects our souls. Have to get delivered. We need deliverance, you know. We can spend hours doing that, but I'll tell you what. In that river, whoa, we are seeing people just instantly, ho, being delivered from their bondages, ho, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Mm. whoa, yes, yes, yes. Oh Lord, oh, thank you, Lord. And this thing about deadness and to God the Lord belongs escape from death, I tell you what, that that deadness and lethargy leaving us, leaving us, leaving us, leaving us, leave us. Oh, it's got to go. It's not the way we're meant to serve the Lord. We're meant to serve the Lord from fullness to fullness and life. Life abundantly flowing. What do you think Jesus meant? abundant. abundance, more than we need, more than we need. Not deadness. Oh, thank you, Lord. And that river that flowed into the dead sea gave life. That Ezekiel saw it was life coming forth. Psalm sixty-eight twenty-six says, "Bless, give thanks, gratefully praise God in full congregations." This is the other thing I believe that we're seeing is the restoration of congregational worship. Oh, not platform worship. Oh, it is congregational worship. It's being so full of burning for the Lord. We don't need somebody to coax us in. Come on, come on, come on. We're already in. We're already there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We've never wanted to be cheerleaders. It's not what we want to do up there. All we've ever wanted to do is just be up there and let the Lord be worshiped in the great congregation. What the book of Revelations calls glassy sea worship. Where there are no worship leaders, there's just thousands upon thousands worshiping spontaneously to the Lord. The new song coming forth, songs from our spirit coming forth. And you can sing them. It's not up to the platform to sing new songs. They're in you, they're in you. Doesn't make any difference whether you're a singer or not. God loves your voice. He loves your voice. He loves your voice. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I think I'm going to just say this. I'm going to close, I think. We stand here. The Spirit is saying, come. And the bride is saying, come. Come. You know, and the reason the bride is saying come is because she's tasted. And she knows what's in that river. And she she's not just trying to get you to do something because, you know, just because. She's really tasted. She has tasted of the glory of God. And she knows what it's done for her. So she keeps calling others in. Come get in this river there's a thirst the thirsty come get in get in this river everything you need everything you've dreamed of is in this river everything you need is right here it's right here it's here come come and I know you don't have to be scared I know hearing people groan and carry on but the Bible says we're going to groan is it's a spirit man groaning, hoeing, groaning. There's nothing irregular about that. Do we believe what the Bible says? Do we believe it? Lord, let Your kingdom come. Let Your will be done, Lord, Let it be released here in our midst, Lord God. Lord, we know the only way it's released is through your spirit, Lord God. Let it come. Let it be released. Lord, that's just how it works. It's just let. It's just let. There's nothing to it. It's just receiving and letting. That's all it is. It's not hard. It's easy. It's really easy. It's really easy to get in. It's just to let. It's just to receive. Let, receive, let, receive, let, receive. Ho, ho, oh, oh. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I pray for every bondage to be broken in this place, Lord. Oh, we pray for that breakthrough, Lord God, breakthrough of bondages today, Lord. Oh, Lord, I'm asking you today for things that people have been struggling with their whole life. they be broken, 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 broken in Jesus' name. In the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh. There's a river that flows deep within, and there's a river that frees my soul from sin. Come to these waters. There's a vast supply. Come. Come. There's a river that will never run dry. It will never run dry. Ever. Ever. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to say come, too. Come, whatever you need. The Lord has it for you today. Oh, he has joy, he has hope, he has freedom. Come, don't let the fear of man get on you. Because who are we to be afraid of man? When this is the Lord. Oh, man will die.
1: This is the Lord, and he has it for you today. Oh, he has freedom for you today. Oh, he has freedom for you today. today. Oh, he has freedom for you today. Come, 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 jump in the river, jump in the river, jump in the river oh. Oh. uh. This, this is for all the people in the room. This is for all the people that want to be scriptural. This is for the people that want to make sure that you're being scriptural. Because you want to know what the Word has to say about this. Uh, this, is, this is Isaiah 55. I'm, I'm not making this up. This isn't me. This is what the Bible says. It says, It says, Ho. That's, that's the first word of the Scripture. Ho. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who do not have any money, it's free. It's free. And, and, it's all you can eat. It's an all you can eat buffet. He says, come, come by and eat. Yes, come and buy some wine. Oh, did that say wine? I don't think I read that right. Well, obviously Baptists didn't write the Bible. I love the Baptists. I'm just kidding. Because it says, come get some wine. And some milk. Milk brings the protein to your bones. Without money, without price. That means you don't have to have nothing. You don't have to have anything. You just got to be willing. Check this out. Listen to me carefully. This is what the Bible says. Listen to me carefully. Don't let the Lord pass you by. Listen carefully to me. And eat what is good. Have you been eating too many Twinkies lately? Have you been surviving on empty calories? Have you been surviving on empty calories? God wants to give you some Holy Ghost nutrition today. Holy Ghost nutrition. He wants to fill you up. Listen carefully to me. And eat what is good. And let... And let Becky was saying, and let there's your part, that's what you have to do, and let and let your soul delight itself in abundance, in the abundance of the Lord. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear, hear what the Spirit is saying, and your soul shall live and i will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of david oh so we're just going to have a time now of prayer bathing we might need some we might need some functional prayer team members to come up here